Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. for joining us on Take Two Radio. I'm Pam, your host, and tonight I have with me, you know what, I think I'm going to combine yours and David's name because I always have to try to remember who's with me, so I'm going to call you Sab Dave. How about Sab Dave? (laughs) (laughs) I'll help you. (laughs) Now, I have Sabina with me, if you couldn't figure out by her voice. (laughs) Hello. Oh, man. Oh, good day, bad day. How's things going with you? Pretty good, pretty good. Even though it's cloudy, it's pretty good. Yeah, no whining. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get, to, <laughs> I'm gonna get to our guest now because you're not gonna whine about your weather. <laughs> but our special guest tonight is an actress, a producer, a director, an aerialist, a trapeze artist, an acrobat. Oh my gosh, I'm tired just saying that. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Please welcome Branca Frazzo. Hey. Thank you for having me. (laughs) You must be so, so busy. I mean, with everything that you're involved in, my gosh. Do you sleep? Um, I do, actually. I do sleep very, very well. Um, I've been sleeping a few hours recently, but it's, um, it's all good because I meditate, so I get all my rest during my meditation. You know, I've always wanted to try that and just haven't gotten around to it, but I bet it. I, people have said that they feel like they've gotten a lot of sleep after they do it. Yeah, it, it does give you a lot of like what we call deep rest that you don't necessarily get during sleep. So I've, I've noticed a big difference every time that I've, I've gone on and off and back to meditation. I, I realize I'm more rested after that. So, um, yeah, I definitely recommend it. I didn't think I would be talking about meditation, but there you go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Improvise, you know. <laughs> well, I have to say you're probably the most flexible guest we've had on. <laughs> well, I, I, I try. I, I try to stress daily, and, you know, it does help with, my, with what I do for work. So <laughs> Exactly. Well, how did you get into being an aerialist and acrobatics and all that? Well, um, I was always in love with gymnastics as a child, and so I did some gymnastics um, when I was a child. And then later on, I mean, I had already started doing theater, and so I loved just performing in general. And my parents um, went to see Cirque du Soleil when uh, that, that was back in '98, and they were in New York. 
Mm. And they fell in love with this show, Kidam, and they came back to Brazil and they brought the DVD of the show and the making of the show. And they said to me and my sister, they said, oh, my gosh, you have to do this. This is so you. And and they, my mother specifically said, the, the silks, you know, the fabric is what you have to do. Uh-huh. And I just, I love the idea, and I fell in love with when I watched the making of of the show, and and um, I I just fell in love with it because it 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 just combined my two passions, you know, with movement and and performance and you know and acting, and so that's when I just fell in love for, and we found we were very lucky that we found a place that was literally a five minute walk from our house, and there was not much that was a five minute walk from our oh. house, so we were very <laughs> very lucky to find that place. And yeah. so that was back in 98, yeah. That's when we started climbing ropes and fabric and, and all that jazz, you know. Well, I'll tell you, I watched one of your videos, and I was so amazed. Do you have a, a net under you when you do that? Um, when you Well, when you're rehearsing or training, you always have a mat underneath because, you know, safety comes first, and it's the most important thing that you have to, when you're training or learning something or just exploring new technique, you have to make sure that you're doing everything close to the ground and making sure that you understand everything that you're doing before you go up there and perform. But usually um, a lot of perform, you know, performances don't even have a mat underneath. The thing with fabric or rope or even static trapeze is that you can't really put any um, lenses or yourself and you get tangled but if you had another um harness um around your waist or something around you to to keep you safe but when you do swinging mm-hmm. trapeze which is something i've i've done as well that in that you have to have a lunge and because you're swinging like 30 feet off the ground and if you were to make a mistake which you know is absolutely possible then you would just fly off and and there's nothing below you to to, yeah. to save you well, yeah. with fine trapeze, you always have a net, um, which is good. Um, but with um, so a lot with fabric or rope, a lot of the times they put a, a mat underneath, and sometimes they don't. So you have to really be confident in what you do and like really practice it with all the safety nets and mats underneath before you can go up there and perform. Wow. Yeah. Well, you do it well. I mean, from what I've seen in that video, it's it's just really, mm-hmm. honestly, amazing. What do you use when you're doing it with the silk or the fabric, as you call it, so you don't slip, you know, like when you're tying it around your ankle and your feet and that? I mean, is there some kind right. of traction on your feet? Well, I mean, oh, you know, different people have um, more need or less need to, to use um, something to make it less slippery. Um, fabric is more slippery than rope, and but, it, you know, it all, it all depends on what you're doing. But we do have something called rosin, which um, we just – put anywhere that you're going to be needing it, like the hands or, or you know, like your ankles, if you're doing anything like that, or if you're climbing with your the back of your knees, then you, you maybe need to put a little a little rosin there. If you're doing toe climbs, you put it between your toes and all that. Uh. <laughs> so it's, um yeah, you, you, you get messy, but it's, yeah. it's quite important because it can be, and depending on even like weather conditions, you know, it might be a little bit more. I, I remember when I was doing a lot of fabric that when I was training in Canada, especially in the winter, like it's so slippery. Everything's so hard because it's so slippery. Right. Right. And then when you were, when I was practicing in Brazil and it was um, summer and it was so hot and humid and it was just everything's so sticky, but it also made, made it really hard because you just don't want to do anything because everything's just, you know, yeah. sticking to you when you don't want to. <laughs> so, yeah, it's, um, rosin really does help. And it's um, one of the most um, important things that people, uh, acrobats use, you know, and they're, and they're on the, used on their apparatuses. Yeah, oh, yeah, wow. you definitely need something. Yeah, definitely. You, yeah, your skin can be, you know, can, can you can sweat or 
um, it, a lot of elements come into place that can, can make it a little bit more difficult. So anything you can use to help. Right. Exactly. So did you have to overcome any fear of heights before becoming an aerialist, or did it just mm-hmm. come naturally? I, I guess it would, you could say it came naturally. I never thought of um, so much of a fear. I always joked, actually, um, when people would ask if I had a fear of falling. And, and I said I always had more of a fear of doing, like, groundwork. And I think, and I joked that it was because when I'm up there, I'm so far away from the ground that I'm not even thinking of falling there because it's so far from me, you know. But mm, the ground wow. is actually closer, and it's a little bit more, like, a little scary, more scary to me. Um, than going up there. And, and the thing is, when you, I mean, I do mostly um, work by myself. I don't work with a partner, but there's a lot of aerialists who do duos and all that. But when you work by yourself, it's, you have to trust yourself. And so it's, um, it's fewer elements for you to be, you know, um, worried about, but you just need to make sure that you've trained well enough and that you're really confident in that technique that you can go in and perform, that you only perform right. something that you're really confident and comfortable with. Yeah, see, I wouldn't be able to do it. I, I'd be too scared. <laughs> I would not be able to trust myself, you know. Um, but that's well, you that's never know. You could, you, you might surprise yourself. Yeah, I don't want to try it. <laughs> it's too late in the game for me, anyhow. <laughs> oh but, no! Yeah, I enjoy, I enjoy watching it so much. And I read you yeah. trained with Cirque du Soleil's Andrew Samard. Have you yes. performed in a Cirque production? And if so, which one or ones? Well, Andre, he, um, he's been with Cirque du Soleil for many, many years, and he's actually the inventor or the creator of the silks, of, of the fabric as we know it today. Oh. And so, um, yeah, so it was a, a treat to really work with him. And so me and my sister used to go, like, every summer, every winter to Montreal, and we had full support of our parents, which is amazing. And um, Andre, so he's, he created this company, which was just aerial, and it was, like, um, a NOS, like, company of, of Cirque du Soleil, just like an aerial side of, of Cirque du Soleil, if you can call it that. And it, it wasn't, um, it didn't last for long because it was a, it was a very small troop and, and we just did aerial basically. And so we got to perform um, in Venice, Italy at the Biennale di Venezia, which was amazing. And um, yeah, so it was, um, that was a special, a special time in our lives. We, my sister and I were, were performing together at the time and we were still in high school, so we couldn't commit to a full, like, touring schedule because we never wanted to drop out of school. But um, we definitely, gosh, it was like an experience that we'll never forget. It was this beautiful summer, you know, in, in Italy, and it was just magical. Wow. wow. That is amazing. You know, just doing all of that, I bet it keeps you in great shape. I mean, do you have to do any other type of exercise? Um, I mean, you don't have to. I mean, we're kind of once you once you start doing circus, you you can become a little obsessed with doing just the circus, mm-hmm. and it takes a lot from you. Like a training day for me, it's usually not um, less than let's say two and a half hours because I do an hour of of warm up and 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 stretching, and then at least one hour of the actual work on the rope or you know whatever apparatus I'm working on. And then after that, I try to do more stretching and conditioning. So um, it could be that's a short day of two and a half hours. And, I mean, when I was in Canada, I was training. I mean, I was there for, like, seven hours in the day in the studio because, you know, that was what I was breathing, basically, which was really nice. Um, (laughs) But, yeah, it's um, – then, of course, I mean, if you want – 
I, I like to do some cardio if I find time, which at the moment I'm not finding time, but cardio does help for, you know, you have to build endurance to, to be able to do a six-minute act up in the air because, you know, that takes, you know, especially if you don't have a lot of height and you're doing, like right now I'm working on a rope act and you mm-hmm. have to climb a lot, like all the time you have to climb to do another trick because you lose height every time that you do something, uh, some okay. trick. And then you have to climb up again and, and do something else. So you need to make it to be creative about how you incorporate the climbs into your your choreography, and and then of course you have to condition so that you're, you know, some kind of cardio conditioning, be it doing cardio outside of practice or repeating or doing your act like twice in a row, so that you know doing it once for performance mm-hmm. is easy, because you can't just do it once and and you know. Otherwise, you'd be very tired afterwards. And my, my one of my coaches always tells me, "Go do chin-ups like right after you do it, run your act, do chin-ups, and and then you'd be done." <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah, you know, when we watch this this kind of videos or even a live show, we don't think of everything that goes on behind it. So it's very interesting. Yeah. Now, yeah, after, it definitely takes work. Yeah. <laughs> after I watched that video, I watched one of you in Queen Margaret Henry the Sixth. Uh, it was part oh. three because that was the one that came up. Um, yeah. It seems that almost every actor at some time or another does Shakespeare. Uh, why is yeah. that? Is it a favorite thing or is it the best oh. teaching platform? Well, I mean, Shakespeare is just like, I mean, what, what a school it is just to even watch something from Shakespeare and, you know, read it. it it's it, it's a whole different language to learn, and it's just so so fascinating. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I was very lucky to have been able to study in England, you know, and so I went to a theater school oh, in England, yeah. one of the most renowned schools there, and that was a very lucky thing for me to be a part of. And, I mean, it's just, I, I feel like if, I, if if an actor has a chance to, to work you know, on a Shakespeare text, you know, it's, it's a huge, it really does teach you a lot, and it, it, it's so so fun to do it, you know, and to be on stage and and to have this different language. Like it, it's just a completely different experience from working on film. And um, I definitely I miss it. Like I've been craving it recently, actually. Really? Working some of my yeah, I love. I mean, that was one of my favorite things to do. Even though I'm so far from the age of Queen Margaret, you know, it was a, a school. Um, kind of experiment, but it, I I I can't wait for when I am the right age and maybe one day I can perform that on stage because it's a really a really great role. Right. Well, there's so many other Shakespearean plays you could do as well. Yes. So <laughs> you know, just just call yeah. up one of those theaters and say, "Hey, <laughs> I'm yeah, ready. Let's true. go." <laughs> yeah, I, I definitely I've, I've always enjoyed like doing every everything that I've done with Shakespeare. I did. A whole summer intensive in in London with Shakespeare, and that was just brilliant for me as well. And mm-hmm. so I definitely value my time there. Well, I, you also started your own production company called Raw uh, Real Authentic okay. Wisdom Productions. How yeah. did you come up with the name of your company, and why did you think to start it now? Well, um, it's actually funny how I I came with, came up with the name because I. Um, I was going through a phase where I was actually eating a lot of raw foods, which was, oh uh, my I'm, gosh. I'm, I'm very much into health. <laughs> so I'm very, and, and to me, like just the name of raw has always, you know, that just anything that's raw and, and in their nat, in their natural state and all of that, like it, it just, to me, it's something that resonates really true and, and, and it's just coming from a real place, you know? And right. so, um, and then I, I thought about it. I'm like, well, actually, the, you know, the letters of the word, the, the word, came from something real, authentic, and wise. And then I, I think about, 
you know, I, I would like to produce and, and be involved with work that that is um, in some level spiritual and that can teach, you know, us to reflect about our, our own lives and mm-hmm. what we go through. And, and I, I like to be involved with, with work that is meaningful. Hopefully that's something I can do more and more in my, you know, my career. So, um, so yeah, I, I, that's how I came up with the name, and, and that's um, I decided to establish that as, as my my company, and hopefully get to do more and more using that as the vehicle for that. And you know, I'm I'm such a baby in terms of, of the world of producing, and I'm in so many things that I'm so new to it. And but I, I definitely have an appetite for learning, and and I just want to I start visualizing, and you know, and I believe that everything is coming. And, and I'm meeting the right people that will, will help me co- collaborate with me and, and help those things come to, into fruition. Oh, definitely. I can tell that you like learning and starting new things and mm-hmm. just by everything that you do and everything that you've done. So yeah. that's great. You know, I always say kudos to you. Keep it going. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Now, you are also an executive producer for Petunia and start mm-hmm. alongside Brittany Snow. Thora Birch and Academy Globe and Emmy winning Christine Lottie. <laughs> I know, she's amazing. Yeah. I know. That was that was a treat. That was a real treat. And I got to film in New York City, which is a place I, I hold dear to my heart where I lived as well. And um yeah, the cast, I mean, needless to say, is just a great cast. And um yeah, so I I, I got involved with I I knew um one of the actors I was doing acting classes and he told me about it and he introduced me to producers and then we got you know they got me a role in the film and then we became closer and and I really I expressed my desire to be involved more and more in producing and this seemed like a great opportunity to to start I mean like to be attached to to this film in in a different way even Mm -hmm. other than just acting so you know to have that on, on my resume is just a great a great thing um so yeah this is a it's it's a great film it's a great story about a dysfunctional um, off-beat family of New Yorkers um, discovering things about their um, lives and their relationships and their sexuality, and they're all on the verge of a nervous breakdown. So it's very interesting. Oh my God! Story. <laughs> yeah, each one of them has a very interesting story um, to tell. So it's it's quite it's quite a, a a rich text. So it's really nice a nice story. Now it also has Michael Yuri in there and David, mm-hmm. but I can't I don't know how to say his last name. Is it Rush? Uh, Rashi, I believe Rashi? I'm pretty sure it was Rashi. Yeah, okay. I, I hope I'm not misquoting or saying the wrong thing, but as far as I remember, I think it was yeah. Rashi. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I know I, who he is, and I know his yes. face, and I know things he's been in, but I never heard his name yeah. said out loud. And, and it's always hard when you do a show like this to pronounce somebody's mm-hmm. name if you don't talk to them ahead of time and you don't want to butcher it, you know? <laughs> of course, yeah. No, he, and he's incredible. I mean, like, I, I also grew up watching his work, and it just uh, he does a brilliant job on screen always. So it was amazing to be involved in the same project as him and Christian Lachi. And they played, you know, they're those psychoanalysts in the in the film, and they're uh-huh. you know struggling with their own ideas about their um, their visions of what a relationship and what a, you know their sex life should be like and all of that. And so it's um it's quite interesting how they they deal with everything that is coming, you know, in their in their lives at that mm-hmm. moment in time. You know, with all the they have three children who are all going through something special as well. <laughs> Sounds like yeah. my family. <laughs> <laughs> Every family is a little dysfunctional. Huh? I know, right? <laughs> yes. 
Now, how did you, I, I always wanted to know this, when you produce a movie and you're in it, how do you handle both roles like that? Um, I don't I don't know. How do you handle? I'm not sure. I mean, it's like it's the first film that I, I've been involved in, and you know, being involved in, in, in these two ways. So it's um, it, luckily for me, I had a lot of other people who had who you know have been doing it for a while. Oh, a lot of really young producers. Um, I mean, young just as an age, but who have been doing this for a while, and it was just really interesting to to get to see how they work, and hopefully, you know, we can work together again. And I I like to be just around, you know, what they do to, to learn more from it. Um, I mean, it was so fast that we, we even, I mean, I, I first focused on my acting because that was what I kind of had to um, deal with first. You know, it, it, was, it wasn't a very long shoot. We were there from late January to mid-February, so it was actually quite fast. Mm-hmm. And, um, and then everything, you know, it just kind of, I, I kind of was guided by, by the people who knew a little bit more than I did, than I didn't do. Um, so yeah, I, I'm, I'm lucky to have guidance and, you know, and, and to surround myself. I always say surround yourself with people who know more than you do because you, everyone needs help. And if you want to be successful, you need to know to ask for help. So exactly. It's not going to be handed to you on a silver platter is what I tell my children. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. No, you, and you, yeah, you got to be humble. You got to know that, you know, yeah, you know what? I don't know so much about this and I, I want to know more. Right, you know, you can share with me anything, any of your wisdoms, and I'll be, I'll be very grateful. So, exactly. Now you had the premiere for this for Petunia already. Did you? How, what was the reactions of the audience? Um, I was um, uh, I only went to the first one, which was in San Francisco at the Frame Line, and the reaction was uh, amazing. Like everyone seemed to be like reacting very, very positively. Um, to all of the jokes and all of the things, and it was really quite interesting to be, you know, be there and 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 watching them react. And and I mm-hmm. heard that the other um, the other screenings have been great as well. And I'm looking forward to having it come out theatrically so that it can reach you know a bigger audience and see how 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 they react to it. But um, yeah, from what I've seen and heard so far, people enjoyed it, and um, it's a quite a fun um, you know story about each and every one of them. So yeah. Well, is it going to be available for us, like in Chicago, to see at any certain point? Do you know? I think I believe it would be. Um, see that I'm waiting for a, a few more um, updates, but as far as I know, it will be. Um, yeah, I, I believe Chicago will be reached. I mean, I'm sure New York for sure. I mean, being a, a New York film, yeah, definitely you just there. can't forget us in the middle, though. You know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. I know. I wish I had more information right now. I'm like there. There's they're getting it done, more information right now, gathering everything, and right. I think it will be national. But so hopefully, fingers crossed, it will reach out everywhere. Um, it should. I, I hope it does because it's a fun one. So. Oh, it sounds like it. Hopefully. It's definitely my type of movie. Yeah, it's it's a, it's a yeah. Well, it was an article I read that said you brought beauty and brains to Petunia, <laughs> and that's a huge compliment considering some only get recognized for one or the other. <laughs> oh, yes. Well, I'm hoping to keep it balanced. Right. <laughs> I try. I, I think you've done it. I think you've done it, that's for sure. Um, are you working on anything currently? Um, well, I have a couple of scripts that I, I'm reading right now, and um, there's um, hopes for work again with the producers of, of Petunia. Um, they're, they're producing quite a, a few interesting things, so I think we should work, um, collaborate again in the near future. And then there's another script that I'm reading that hopefully will get 
you know, get the green light soon. Um, but, you know, with so many, we never know what, what the schedule is going to be like. So it's kind of right. kind of like that. And in, in the meantime, I'm, uh, I'm doing a short film and working on my rope act. And, and I do want to, to write some, I have some ideas of, of for, you know, to put in development. So I really want to work on that also. Yeah, that's the only thing oh. left that you haven't done is the writing. <laughs> yeah, I, you know, I, I always loved writing, but of course, like writing scripts is a completely different thing. That again, I completely acknowledge. I'm the first to admit that I have not done, and and I, I don't know everything or anything almost there is to know about it. But again, you know, you just need to find the right people to to guide you and help you with that. But I have some ideas that I think would translate really well on on screen. So hopefully, I can put it into words first and then, you know, and get and get all the collaborators to, to help it come to, to life. Right. Right. Wow. That sounds amazing. I'm looking forward to seeing what you what you put out there in the future. I'm looking forward to Petunia as well and hopefully it shows up here in Atlanta. Um so what has been your favorite role to play to date? Oh well I mean I Favorable to play today. I mean, again, I'm very new, but um, very uh, new talent and and all of that. But um, I I did love working at Petunia just for the fact of being surrounded by these great people, and so that was really amazing. Um, I've I've worked on stage a lot, and so like any like we're talking about Shakespeare, and any Shakespeare I've done has been just so much fun to do, doing like Puck, and you know and and obviously, it's like that's kind of a could be more of an acrobatic role. So for me, it's always fun to be doing something physical. And so, yeah. And and, and speaking of that, that would be a dream role for me to do something that would bring my my acrobatic oh, skills okay. into yeah into the screen or, or even the stage. Well, that was that, you've already answered my next question. You must have read that <laughs> line. <laughs> Sorry, I'm getting ahead of myself. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. That's actually a great, great answer, and I would, I would love to see that too. That'd be fantastic. Yeah. It would be fun. You know, it's all about having a good time and and, and you know, hopefully creating great rules that will be inspiring in some way. And and um, I think you, and and using the best of your abilities, bringing them, you know, to what you, to your roles. So hopefully that will be a, a role created, or I will create it myself. Right. <laughs> and that right. will, you know, that will showcase that, and and hopefully be fun for everyone. Well, I was going to see if you had a hidden talent, and what is it? A hidden talent? Hmm. Oh, my goodness. I, I should ask someone if they know. I mean, I don't know. I, I, I try to be an open book. I was going to say that if you ask somebody, that's not hidden. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess. Hidden talent, hidden talent. Um. I'm not sure. It's, I mean, I'm a, I'm a, a yoga person. I'm obviously, like I said, I meditate. So I, I, I have been certified to be a yoga teacher. So I don't know if that would be a talent. Um, I, what else do I do? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it's still hidden to me. Maybe I need right? to find it out. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm discovering. I'm peeling off the layers. You know. Yeah. Right. <laughs> okay. How about if the let's see if Bronca today could meet sixteen year old Bronca, what 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 advice would you give her? Hmm, at sixteen, what was I doing? Um, I mean, always just to trust that the universe knows when when things have to come your way and what they are, and to never 
don't don't take things always as bad things or oh this is really bad what happened to me or this is really good what happened to me because you shouldn't wait for you shouldn't judge what happens to you and 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 go from there you should just trust it and 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 take things as they come and, and do your best and always work hard but but have a positive a positive attitude and and just keep doing what you love always, you know, regardless of what people say, whether it's going to be hard. People will always tell you that something's going to be really hard to get, you know, and they'll tell, like, they, people would tell me that I needed to be famous in my country before I came to Hollywood because there's no way I could come and work here. And I said, well, I don't want to be famous in my country before I come to Hollywood. Like, <laughs> I, I feel like I'll be wasting my time if I'm doing something I'm not loving doing. Right. I, for me, I always felt like I kind of belonged more here and that I could understand maybe how it worked here better. God knows why. I guess, you know, you can call it intuition. But I guess just follow that intuition and follow your heart and follow what you love to do. And, and you know, as long as you do something you love and you do it well and you bring joy to people, then you're on the right path. That's great advice. That great. I, I would definitely say, you know, Spread that out to any, if you get to any, like, acting schools or regular schools mm-hmm. where the kids are taking theater, that would be wonderful to, to let them know that this is what they should yeah. do. Because I don't think yeah. they hear it enough from other than their parents, you know? Yeah, I know there's so much judgment and so much criticism. And, and then, you know, it's already a, a, an industry for actors. There's so much insecurity out there. It's, so you're going to be rejected mm-hmm. all the time. And right. so you you have to you have to know that you know not to take things personally and and just to trust that if you keep doing what you love and you you just keep going after it and and doing it well and and just trust in yourself and in your ability and in your passion and you know and and find and surround yourself with people who are positive and ha- that help you you know grow in a good exactly. way and that don't make you feel bad. So right. that is great. That is definitely great advice. And I just saw something on Facebook today, putting that right out there too because I've definitely needed it myself so Mm -hmm. that is definitely great advice Um, so if there was a movie made of your life who would you want to play you oh my gosh I don't know I mean well right now I feel like I obviously I I look like myself I could play that but you don't do that you don't have yourself play yourself I don't know I guess I have to grow a little older and see who else is going to be um Oh my gosh! I mean, it's hard to say because most of the actors are a little like older than me. I mean, younger. I don't know who, who you know, who can be. This could be in the future. Who I am. <laughs> Sorry. This could be the future you. <laughs> the future you. Yeah. yeah, yeah future. Okay. The future me. Well, Marisa Tomei is a great actress, and some oh, people yeah. compare her to me, and yes. I think she's amazing. Um. So yeah, I love her to play my my story, and and that that would be awesome. Um, yeah, she's a, a great, fantastic actress, so why not? Right. I agree. Let's go for it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's commit to Marisa. Okay, she's the one. <laughs> well, one last question before we let you go, and are you involved in any charities? Um, I am a big animal lover, and I am a total supporter of PETA and Humane um, Foundation and Society Foundation and all that, and I'm just a big um, supporter of of animals and I am completely against animal cruelty. So um yeah. that's that's what I'm 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 mostly for. I mean obviously there's so many other causes to to support. Um but yeah, I'm I, I hold the I I'm right here with my dog right now who hopefully didn't bark too much during our conversation. But no, I, I didn't even hear it. <laughs> yeah. He's sitting right by me like a very good boy. And um yeah, so I just I've 
I know that they can't fight for themselves, you know, and, and so I really believe in, you know, in kindness to others and definitely for these angels and, you know, these lovely creatures who just have so much love to give and to, so so much to teach us. So that's what I'm, I like to have people think about a little more than they do these days. Yeah, because they don't ask much from us. They just want to be fed mm-hmm. and they want to be loved. And that's, yeah. you know, they give so much back to you, as you said. It's just, I've got two Yorkies and I've had dogs all of my life. I had cats until I became allergic and I just absolutely love animals. And when I was younger, my mom used to always tell me, you're going to grow up, you're going to have your own farm, you're going to have a million animals because you can't keep bringing them in the house. (laughs) But I couldn't help it. You know, you see a stray and you feel sorry for it. Yeah. So they're, yeah, they're they're precious. They're just... um... I have always been crazy about animals, and and if I go to a party and I see a dog, you know that I'm going to be with the dog, and I'll forget about the party. That's yeah, <laughs> I'm crazy about them. So <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm all about the the dogs and the cats and, and all you know. It's, it's their life, and they're they respect us so us so much, you know. And they're so mm-hmm. um and they all, when they're aggressive, they've learned that from a human being, and so exactly. it's, it's really not fair how people treat animals. So exactly, I agree with yeah. that. Well, if any of our listeners want to, I'm sorry. Oh, I was just going to say, if any of our listeners want to get in touch with you or follow your career, they can go on Facebook under your name, Branca Ferrazzo, and then on Twitter and on Twitter too, right? Yes, Twitter is also at Branca Ferrazzo, and I have a website. It's very easy. It's called BrancaFerrazzo.com. I tried to right. make it easy since my name is already very hard. <laughs> so at least let's keep the name. Um, yeah, so it's, yeah, just look for, for the name, and, and um, you shall find me. I hope to keep everything updated, and, and hopefully more and more things will be out there for everyone to, to hear about. Yeah, and let, I'm going to spell your name in case people don't know. It's B R A N C A, and then S E R R A Z O. Because I know a yeah. couple of times I messed up the spelling on your last name, thinking is there two R's or two Z's? <laughs> I know. Well, I can see how that can be easily uh, confused. Yeah. No, that's right. So I'll do it again. It's B R A N C A F as in Frank E R R A Z O. So, yeah, Bronco Ferrazzo, and then, you know, all the um, social networks um, should, yeah, you should find my name there. So should be easy. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Once we know the spelling, we're okay. But all of you yeah. listeners, watch out for Bronca because she's up and coming, and I wish you so much success, and I do believe in you 100% that you're going to be successful at no matter what you choose to do. Thank you so much. I really appreciate your your really kind words and, and the support really, really do. Thank you so much for having me today. It was, it was wonderful. You're very welcome, and thank you for joining us, taking time out of your busy life, and I wish you a beautiful day. Thank you. The same to you and to you, Sabina. Yes, thank you, Bronca. It was nice talking thank with you. You too. All right, take care. Have a good night. Take care. You too. Bye-bye. Did your call drop again, Sabina? <laughs> no, I'm here. I know. Before, yeah, though, I saw, here. I saw I it. don't know what happened. I could not hear anything all of a sudden. It just went dead. Oh. I don't know. <laughs> you need a new phone. 
But that was such a <laughs> such a sweet interview. I mean, I just adore her. She's so beautiful, but behind that beauty is so mm-hmm. much talent and brains. Yeah, I know. I'm really looking forward to this this aerial movie. <laughs> I know, so and I think you should start practicing now so you can get a part in it. Huh. Nah. <laughs> I'll leave that up to the professional. <laughs> Look, I was never in gymnastics. I am not limber in any way, shape, or form. I think it's a little late for me to try to become that way. <laughs> no, it's never too late if you want to start something. You know, you can do it. You're not that old. You act like you're 900 years old and you're not even close to that. <laughs> Well, and let's just say that's definitely not my cup of tea. I'll stay. I'll stick with the yeah. photography end. Maybe I'll go and take pictures. That'll be that'll work just fine for me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, we want to thank our listeners for joining us tonight. It was a lot of fun learning more about Bronca, and thank you, Sabina, for joining me as my co-host tonight. You're welcome, and thank you. As You're always. welcome. And join us again on Saturday, April sixth. We have an. UK singer called Stacy Jackson. She's worked with Snoop Dogg and she's worked at the team of One Direction and she's going to be working with Pitbull. Um, she's had a uh, song in the top of the charts in the UK and just came out with a new release called Pointing Fingers. So hopefully we'll get to play it that day that we uh, interview her. And that'll be at 5 p.m. Eastern Time, so please join us then. And until then, everybody have a wonderful night, and be blessed, and we'll see you again soon. Good night, Sabina. Good night, Pam. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.